0: This is Recorded Future, inside threat intelligence for cybersecurity.
1: Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Dave Bittner from the Cyberwire. This is episode three of the Recorded Future podcast. Ransomware has, over the last two years, become the hottest commodity in the criminal black market. And we do mean commodity, it's getting cheaper and more accessible to crooks, even the unskilled ones. On March 4th of this year, a leading cyber criminal who goes by the name Derek One mentioned that there was a new ransomware variant out called Carmen. But Derek One wasn't the one hawking this in the criminal market. Instead, it's a Russian speaker who goes by the name of Dev Bitoks. The first infection seemed to go back to December of 2016, with victims in Germany and the United States. Dev Bitoks is no cryptographic ace. By his own admission, he was only involved with the web development and control panel design, the criminal customer's user experience. But Carmen is interesting not only because it's dangerous, but because it's cheap, and because it affords some insight into the way criminal markets function. It sells for only $175 a copy, and copies are limited to $25. We've got a lot of questions about Carmen, and joining us to answer them is Andrei Berisevich, Director of Advanced Collection at Recorded Future.
0: Carmen is fairly sophisticated and yet very affordable type of uh, ransomware based on open source project open uh, called uh, Hidden Tier, and uh, Carmen ransomware was uh, offered and still offered to Russian-speaking uh, cyber criminals on top-tier underground forum. So take me through how does Carmen work? It works exactly the same as any other ransomware. Uh, if you're unfortunate to get your system infected, let's say someone sends you a malicious uh, file. It could be Excel file, uh, Microsoft Word, PDF file. You click on that file, and if your system is vulnerable, it will immediately be infected with uh, Carmen. Uh, all your files will be encrypted with a fairly strong 256 uh, bytes key and uh, essentially you won't be able to access any of your documents, any of your files, pictures and the only way for you to get your files back would be to actually pay ransom to a cyber criminal that infected your system.
1: And so is this a situation where if you pay the ransom you're likely to get your files back?
0: Yes, I would say yes because uh, uh, and it, and, it, and, it, and it's a very good question because a couple of years ago Uh, criminals didn't even bother decrypting your files. So uh, you would pay them the ransom, but they would never uh, decrypt your files. And it was generally accepted that even if you make the payment, you won't see your file back. However, criminals quite early recognized that uh, people started to pay less and less money less often, and they had to fix the bad reputation they created for themselves. So as of right now, Yeah, most likely you will get your files back. The only reason why uh, the decryptor might not work if there was a flaw in the malware itself. However, criminals always watch for bugs like that and they do everything they can to fix them as soon as possible.
1: So, Carmen has some interesting uh, behaviors where sort of what it will do if it it sees uh, certain conditions on your computer.
0: Uh, That's correct. So uh, criminals also know that security researchers will attempt to get a sample of uh, malware. And the most common approach of uh, researching and investigating the malware is to run it on secure environment such as sandbox or virtual machine. The Carmen malware will actually recognize that there is an attempt of uh, launching the file uh, on the safe machine, on on the safe environment, and uh, it will immediately trigger the self destruction of uh, decoder from your computer. So essentially, it's it's a protection from uh, security researchers.
1: How does Carmen compare to the other ransomware uh, malware that's out there?
0: Well, almost every ransomware pay much the same. Uh, the concept is very similar. Uh, the process is very similar. Uh, the most common difference will be in the control panel, which allows criminals to designate the price for a particular geographical region, the extensions of files. That will be encrypted, because in some cases, uh, not every file could be encrypted on your computer or will be encrypted. Let's say criminals might choose to only encrypt Excel files or pictures. Uh, all of that is uh, viewable and manageable through control panel. And fairly simple variants of ransomware will usually either don't have any control panels, or they will have a very rudimentary panel. In the case of Carmen, the control panel is fairly robust, and this is for wh- why Criminal is actually behind, uh, who's behind this malware, is charging the money, because uh, he built a fairly robust and, and very flexible control panel. So it's, a, a, I would say, it's not super advanced ransomware, all in all. Uh, so let's uh, especially if we compare it to much more powerful uh, Spora ransomware, which allows you to have a, a building chat where you can actually send messages to the victims and reply to them. So uh, but yet it's still above uh, the low level ransomware, which we can see sometimes being sold for $30. What is the selling price of Carmen? Uh, as of right now, price is $175.00. However, the criminal behind Carmen is actually building the third version of Carmen, and uh, he uh, announced that the price of the next version will be three hundred dollars. And it, what's the justification for the price increase? I would say demand. That that would be the first one, and then they also have to understand that there, there is an ongoing maintenance cost involved. So they. See, uh, Sometimes when they price the product like that, they underestimate how much time it's going to take them to uh, support and de- develop even further the product going forward. So, uh, so it, it's very likely that uh, down the road, the the cost of the, the malware will be increased. And this is what happens in Carmen rem- uh, ransomware.
1: What level of sophistication would I need to have to be able to use Carmen? If I if I decided you know suddenly that I I wanted to take on a life of crime and uh, mm-hmm. and start locking up people's computers and
0: and Carmen was the way I wanted to do it, um, how sophisticated would I have to be? So again again it all depends how many people you'd like to infect. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you work at the company and uh, you don't like your boss and you really really don't like him and you decide to infect company's network, it will be exceptionally simple for you to infect the the whole network with Carmen ransomware. For example, if you decide to infect thousands of people, random people, uh, that would require you to launch a more or less massive spam campaign. And for that, you can actually find different vendors on on underground that will help you to start the malware campaign so some vendors even can guarantee the number of installations they will provide for you so essentially um, um, i can't remember exactly how much they charge at the moment but i would say anywhere between 50 cents to a dollar per installation so uh, let's say you'd like to infect a thousand computers you just pay someone on, on underground a thousand dollars and they can guarantee that They will infect up to a 1,000 computers, random computers. So in this case, you don't have to have any knowledge in how to operate uh, Carmen ransomware. All you have to do is to set up the control panel, uh, give the payload to a spammer, and they will send out uh, tons of emails to potential victims on your behalf. So, Carmen is
1: derived from the Hidden Tier open-source ransomware project. Is there a decryptor available for Hidden Tier?
0: Uh, yes. In the beginning, when Hidden Tier was built, there was a, a flaw in the algorithm which will allow a fairly painless decryption of all files. However, in the in the case of Carmen, the developer uh, stating that that feature has been or, or that vulnerability has been patched so uh, from what we know as of right now there's no decryptor available to uh, decrypt files infected by Carmen but there, there is a decryptor for hidden tier project.
1: It's interesting to me that uh, the author of Carmen uh, limited the number of uh, installations that uh, that they were selling. Uh, is this a typical behavior when, when people are selling these kinds of wares?
0: Uh, I would say yes. Uh, And the reason is fairly simple. As I I previously mentioned, uh, the the job is not done after ransomware or any malware is sold. The, The uh, the developer must maintain the project going forward, and with more people, if he sells it to many people, then it will be much harder for him to maintain a quality of le- a quality level of the support going forward. so they always try to fa- find the balance between number of copies they sell and the quality of service they'll be able to provide going forward because rarely we see teams of hackers working on the same project. It's usually one or two or three guys. One of them might be a developer, another one might be a graphic designer, and the last one might be uh, a customer support. So obviously, uh, if you sell it to a few hundred people, it's impossible to provide uh, quality and timeless service to all these people. And eventually, complaints will start piling up and their Credibility will start falling down, on, falling on, on criminal forms, and eventually they'll get banned. So that explains the reason why they choose to limit the number of copies available to potential buyers.
1: It's interesting that even among, uh, among bad guys, your reputation is
0: important. Oh oh definitely reputation is everything because in like in any business you have to uh, especially in criminal business there are three thing, things which are very important to them to succeed in this career you know you have to have a reputation it takes a very long time to build it then you have to have uh, a network of People, you have to know people, and people have to trust you, and you have to have a startup capital. So it takes a very long time to build all these three crucial pillars for them to really progress in criminal underground. But it's very easy for them for them to uh, to be destroyed. So as soon as uh, unhappy customers start to complain, uh, it's very easy to lose that credibility. I'd, I'd like to point out that. Uh, although it seems like a fairly cheap and affordable product, $175, obviously it's not $1,000. And they, and if we multiply it even by uh, 20 copies, it's only $3,500. And we've heard people asking us, I mean, does it even make sense for them to sell it for that cheap? I mean, like, it's only after all $3,500 all in all. But that's not all. We have to remember that uh, to infect systems on a daily basis, they have to make sure customers, they have to make sure that uh, the, 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 the payload, the file that will be sent to potential victims have to be obfuscated from antivirus detection. It has to be done daily. And on average, the cost of Obfuscation of the file is anywhere between ten to twenty dollars. So if you have twenty customers and each of them is paying you ten dollars every day to obfuscate payload, a criminal will be making uh, roughly two hundred dollars at least if he charges, let's say, twenty dollars. Well, now it's a four hundred dollars, and now if you multiply it by thirty days we can easily see that he'll be making anywhere between six dollars to $12,000 on support of his project alone.
1: I see. So so you buy the product, you buy Carmen, but then the, the, there are ongoing support prices as you go.
0: Exactly. How often do these people get uh, arrested? How often do they get caught? <laughs> uh, okay, so if we look at... Uh, the general number of people involved in cybercrime and the number of people that's been arrested in recent years, it seems very small. However, we, we have to understand that law enforcement always must prioritize. I mean, there's no way for them. Uh, they can go and build case and go after every single cybercriminal. They have to pick the, the the most notorious, the most effective criminals. And they do get arrested. Uh, we know that today, Roman Salisnov, who's considered one of the baddest credit card thieves in the world, uh, will be sentenced in the United States. He's facing all the way up to 30 Years in jail. So we know that really big hackers and really big cyber criminals very often get arrested. It just takes a long time for law enforcement to track them down. So the person behind Carmen, would they be considered a small time operation? Uh, I would say, I would say that not at the moment, I, uh, th- he's probably already <laughs> not a, uh, no, he he's not a small fish anymore, because right now, his product affects probably thousands of people every day. And this is where law enforcement will deem him to be highly important target.
1: My thanks to Andre Borisovich for joining us today. Before we let you go, don't forget to sign up for the Recorded Future Cyber Daily email, where every day you'll receive the top results for trending technical indicators that are crossing the web, cyber news, targeted industries, threat actors, exploited vulnerabilities, malware, and suspicious IP addresses, and much more. You can find that at recordedfuture.com intel. You can also find more intelligence analysis at recordedfuture.com blog. We hope you've enjoyed this show and that you'll subscribe and help spread the word among your colleagues and online. The Recorded Future podcast team includes coordinating producer Amanda McKeown, executive producer Greg Barrett. The show is produced by Pratt Street Media with editor John Petrick, executive producer Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening.